0: Welcome to the show. My name is Harrison Owen. I'm here with Seth Benzer. We got quite a bit to discuss. It was an eventful weekend, both in college football and in the NFL. We have some good to talk about and some bad to talk about, but you know what? If our worst weekend is breaking even, then I'm happy with that. So, hey, before we get started, let's uh, look ahead. Uh, You know, I don't want to. Don't want to toot my own horn too much, but game day is headed to Rocky Top for
1: mm-hmm.
0: Tennessee versus Florida. And I got to tell you, man, I'm already getting the jitters about it. I can't even focus at work. Uh, I just chomping at the bit. No pun and intended. Gonna there. And I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, I'm uh, I'm hoping to watch a bunch of the other games, but this one's going to take number one priority for that
1: should have been at Duke,
0: Kansas. They got robbed. Oh, no, man. Nobody cares about Duke, Kansas.
1: Dude, it's two basketball schools that are 3-0 facing off in football. And let's hey, talk about Kansas, dude. Kansas is awesome.
0: It's it's football season. It's not basketball season. It's football season. All right. Well, maybe hey, they're both now. We make them the money, too, man. We make them the money. hmm Well, before we get started, just want to remind everybody... Go follow our Twitter account. That's where you can find some uh, last-minute picks and adjustments. And you can also find our link to the spreadsheet of our bets in our Twitter bio. Um, That's where we also make some last-minute adjustments. If you followed along on Twitter account, you actually had a solid day as we tweeted off a few last-minute NFL picks that ended up cashing out. So make sure to go and follow those. And... Uh, you can also find us on YouTube now. We're doing some video casts, so you can see mm-hmm. our beautiful faces on YouTube if that's what you prefer. Um, but all right, man, we got an exci- exciting uh, week four of college football. I got a, mm-hmm. I got a question for you though before let's let's talk sports, but not quite sports yet. Okay, how how, how many? Okay, over under ten people arrested in Neyland Stadium during the game. Oh, over.
1: I did hundred percent over. I went to Ole Miss, Tennessee last year,
0: and when those games get emotional, people are getting arrested. People are getting killed. I, I saw some numbers on a game the other day. This they had eighteen students detained, and I, it just made me think about uh, this this game in Neyland, and that was just mm-hmm. really uh, getting really excited. But I, you know, I feel like. Every Vol fan's anger is going to be channeled into this game, mm-hmm. kind of like Ole Miss last year, but just even amplified. So I was well.
1: Uh, I don't want to toot your horn too much, but very rarely is Tennessee a double-digit favor against Florida. So I, you know, the roles are kind of reversed here. Tennessee's the they're the ones that are expected to win, they're the the favorites. The I
0: personally expect Tennessee to win, but. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, now that now that we're talking about Florida, let's dive in. Florida was one of our bad ones. We picked Florida to beat USF handily, and <laughs> the thing is, the, the thing is, is, that this revealed so much. Like the Florida sucks, and I because I still think USF is a bad, bad team.
1: Oh, they're awful! Don't let they, that that game does not say anything
0: about. The USF them. got the brakes beat off of them by BYU. And BYU was down their top two receivers that game as well. Mm-hmm. They, they they sat a lot of their good offensive players because I mean shit, USF's bad. There's no reason to play them, and so I think that was extremely telling of Florida and Anthony Richardson. And now, as a as a ball fan, the only thing that concerns me and may be hopeful for any Florida fans out there is that that is also the definition of a trap game. So beware, because. I I can also very easily see Florida looking straight ahead uh, Mm -hmm. as they know that that's the, the Tennessee game is going to be the most highly touted game of week four. And, and, you know, having all their focus there with no, no real worry to USF, but what's the spread
1: on, on Tennessee, Florida
0: minus Tennessee, minus 10 minus 10. Okay. How do you feel about that? Uh, I didn't expect it to be that large. I, mm. I thought it was going to open up at like a minus six and a half or something like that. Uh, I was literally going to say like maybe minus seven. Um, but, you know, I guess uh, Vegas sees something they like. So well, I love Also, that.
1: with rivalries, I mean, spreads, I mean, it doesn't matter who's good, who's bad. A lot of times rivalries, depending on whether, I mean, each team, doesn't matter how their season's going. Rivalries always tend to be close, kind of like the App State Troy. You know, everyone's like, App State's going to kill Troy. Uh, you know, they, they're coming off too huge or you know the really heartbreaking loss to North Carolina and then um, beating Texas A and M. Everyone's like, why is the spread so low? App State's going to kill Troy. What did it? T- it took a App State hail mary miracle finish for them to win that game. So rivalries are always different. I don't love big spreads in rivalry games because you just I just feel like you don't know what you're going to get with them.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the biggest thing that Vols have going for them is home field advantage. And mm-hmm. it's been sold out for multiple weeks now. Uh, it, it's – I really am glad that it's at home because that is, that is big-time advantage uh, for the Vols. Right. Um, you know, and my quick analysis on that game is, you know, Florida's defense, when I watched them against USF, uh, very – they have a, a lot of talent, but they don't play well as a team right now. If they get mm-hmm. it fixed, they can be really good. Uh, a lot of questionable coaching decisions. Um, you know, uh, ETN is a really good back, but he should not be playing more than Montreal Johnson. Montreal Johnson's just an animal. He should be getting at least 50, 60% of the touches mm-hmm. out of the backfield. And so uh, I, I'm skeptical about some of the coaching decisions, and, you know, I will say Florida could be a good team if they started, uh, you know, utilizing uh, their offense a little bit better and tailoring it more to the skill that they have, mm-hmm. and as well as uh, getting the team to play together and just, you know, do your job. Um, if Florida, Florida guys just did their job, they would be really, really solid. But mm-hmm. I think it's a lot, of, uh, a lot of me guys out there right now. Um, but... And I like where Tennessee's at right now, um, you know, when I look at Hinden and I say I think he could be playing better football, and he's still putting up the numbers that he's putting, it makes me feel better. Um, just because you know I I've seen Hinden play really really well, and he has been playing. He could play a lot better than he has been playing, mm-hmm. but he's still been playing lights out. So I think that. Hendon and Heupel should be able to pick apart this Florida defense pretty easily. Uh, No worries. The only the only thing that Florida has uh, ahead of Tennessee right now is their running game, especially with Jabari Small going down. But yeah, I just there's a there's a lot more ways that Tennessee wins this game than loses. So Mm -hmm. um, won't say anything about the point spread. That's enough. I got. Um, Also, real uh, quick, did
1: you see that video of the? Notre Dame offensive coordinator talking to his quarterback up in the booth. Oh my gosh,
0: yeah. So speaking <laughs> of some bad picks again, Notre Dame won by seven, mm. didn't cover the eleven point spread that we took. They, we
1: had that he, heartbreak at the end, man. We thought we had a fumble scoop and score uh, yes. to cover. They, bad you know, they beat. scored it, but then it was reviewed and got taken back. Thought we were blessed there, but I apologize. We got we got screwed and pooched right there. Well,
0: here, here's the thing about Notre Dame. They, everybody on that team is good except Payne, the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he started off the game. He underthrew his tight end that was maybe three yards in front of him on like a little uh, play action rollout. And if they had a better QB, they'd be doing really well. And, but a lot of sloppy mistakes. And I think that's kind of something that, Marcus Freeman needs to jump ahead of, mm-hmm. uh, looks like a lot of coaching, but it sucks because a lot of those guys are really good. Um, and so, you know, they're tied in Meyer. Uh, he's, I love him so much. I love watching him play just a football mm-hmm. dude, but defense is really good as well. But if they clean it up, they can be really good, but you know, I don't know, man. I don't know if this season's obviously Oh
1: and three and, uh, also, I wanted to move into coming up in week four. I think they play North Carolina this weekend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Notre Dame is a one point. Yeah, well, I get. I just checked. Notre Dame is actually a one point favorite now. Uh, I believe it's in. It's in North Carolina,
0: right? Correct. It's at North Carolina.
1: So why? Why can you explain to me why you think
0: Notre Dame is a one point favorite? Um, you know, when I, I checked it, it, it's moved back and forth on a couple books. Uh, some still have it as pick even. Mm -hmm. Um, the reason I I think that they still have it as that is, like I said, they still have a good team. And if, if they have a different QB and they clean up some like dumb boneheaded mistakes, Mm -hmm. they're, they're going to win. But I just, it's the fact that, you know, you have a guy like Payne who in the first quarter that I watched, he had, one under throw and two overthrows that were wide open passes. So mm-hmm. the scheming is there and it's just, can, can you execute? And so I don't think pain can do that. I'd be curious to who they have behind him. I'm wondering if he can step in and do that, but obviously the coaches see something at practice, but sometimes it doesn't translate to a game, but their defense is still really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marcus Freeman's a defensive minded guy too. So that could be why, but I, I agree with you, man. They, if they if they perform the way they did last game, there's no chance. But mm-hmm. um, if they, put I mean, it they're together, really
1: looking like they could go like three and nine or four and eight this season.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a bad, bad team right now. But it's it is the roster's stacked with talent, and mm-hmm. that it's still early. I
1: know they're zero and three, but
0: yeah, you know, there's still nine games to go, so. Uh, yeah. And I still like Marcus Freeman. I still think he's the guy for the job, but he, I think he's just, you know, new to all of this. And I think he needs to like get everything together, get the mm-hmm. team on the same page and just trip everything down to the basic fundamentals. Like don't overthrow, don't like do your job, block the guy ahead of you. Just that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think it can be done, but we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, Kind of, kind of recapping some of the other bad picks that we had. Auburn, um, bad, <laughs> just straight up bad. Um, yeah, I stopped and, watching that one early. Um, you know they they were hanging on there at first, and I like I know that they have the team to be able to hang with Penn State and even beat them. But again, similar to Notre Dame, a lot of boneheaded plays, a lot of just kind of ugly team football and I think uh, it, it was kind of a game until that the late third quarter early fourth quarter when uh, Auburn had some turnovers that uh, went Penn State's way and Penn State capitalized pretty easily like back to back to back so um, that that's always unfortunate but you know Auburn is they're not good and it, I just I kind of took their word or took a few people's word for it as well as watching that defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they do have a respectable defense, but I think they just caved under pressure with how much they were on the field against Penn state.
1: But props to Penn state. I didn't think they had that in them. I uh, wasn't yeah. expecting that. And, you know, good teams capitalize on other teams mistakes. And that's that's what you said. And that's exactly what they did. And yeah. how it got so ugly.
0: Yeah. And I still think Penn state's not that good of a team or, I mean, mm-hmm. for a sec- they're a good team, but they're not as good as they were last year. And I don't think, they're like a top ten team by any means, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, they so can still. Clifford, man, they can't be. <laughs> they can still win, I guess. Next one, Mississippi State, man, and this one, this one, this one hurts because that was the one that hurt the most of the, from the weekend. Mississippi State is still the better team, and I think, I think se- seven times out of ten, Mississippi State plays this LSU team, they win, and I think that it just sucks because. Mississippi State had they didn't capitalize. They were horribly efficient on third and fourth downs. They went three for fourteen on third downs, and then one for four on fourth downs. And three of those fourth downs were in their own territory. Yeah, you can't do that. So LSU can like LSU. It was a turnover on downs, and LSU had it. You know, on the on the state's thirty yard line at mm-hmm. the time. I mean, you you do that then. You know it's hard to win, but LSU can't. Like they handed this game to them a couple of times, and they just couldn't capitalize. And you know, uh, Mississippi State muffed a punt. That, that's something about these dang muffed punts, man. We College LSU, cares. dude. LSU week one against Florida State, they were going to win, but you know, obviously they had the field goal blocked, but mm-hmm. they muffed a punt. A lot this week, we'll talk about the Steelers here in a second, but. Steelers, they were gonna win. They had the momentum. Muffed a punt. Patriots score. I mean, goodness, dude. If if I have another bad beat because of a muffed punt, I'm I'm gonna destroy my TV. It just makes me. <laughs> there's nothing more infuriating than teams not being able to do the little stuff right. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, especially the NFL. Like you have one guy who's literally only in the NFL to catch punts. Just right. Do it, man. Oh my gosh, makes my blood boil. But and I know some of these college kids are just kids, but now they're getting paid. Nil, do your job, catch a mm-hmm. f- freaking football. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong; I, I couldn't be able to do it. I'd cave under pressure. And, but you're not uh, out there playing, are you? I'm not an elite <laughs> athlete, but exactly, exactly. I'm not, you know. So he has the luxury of being able to do that. Just catch the ball. Um, can we move on to the hit picks? Yeah, yeah, let's rock with the good picks. Uh, you had some late-night picks that really kind of kind of saved the day, too. I mean, UTSA. So
1: you, uh, Texas, UTSA, that was not comfortable at all. I'm, I'm at mm-hmm. the Memphis game. I'm checking scores. I'm like, this, this is bad because UTSA was actually up on Texas kind of, like, into the third quarter, I think. And then mm-hmm. Texas finally ended up pulling away, covering that 12-and-a-half for me. And then USC took on Fresno State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they took on Fresno State. It's keeping up with that score. They ended up rocking them. Uh, before those games, I was 1-3. I was having a rough day. Harrison and I were texting back and forth, not very happy with our performances. But thankfully, USC and Texas did come through for for our picks to, like you said earlier, we broke even. Harrison and I were very upset with our picks. And, and again, like hopefully like a bad weekend for us is breaking even. Like we, we didn't lose money in terms of our combined picks for the weekend.
0: Yeah, and so... You know, we you, we had two really stellar weekends. We were due for a rocky one, but overall can't complain. Mm-hmm. And you know, we to to tack on, uh, we took Vandy uh, plus two and a half. I even advised a few people to take Vandy moneyline uh, due to odds return, but mm-hmm. um, that that cashed pretty well. It, it was a little bit of a sweat there at the beginning, but no big deal, Vandy. Took it to Northern Illinois. Um, FSU Louisville Man FSU game was yeah. electric. That game was so fun.
1: I was very nervous because they didn't cover until very, very late in the game. So yeah. that and game L- was fun to watch. And that was a that was a fun that's one of those really fun wins that you feel really good about yourself after what it happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, oh my gosh. Uh, FSU's backup QB, Rotomacher. I'm getting his jersey, man. But dude, he's a beast. I'm getting his jersey. I'm getting his jersey. Well they jersey. wouldn't trust
1: him, and then finally they let they trusted him I know. field and he was throwing dimes. He was and a that gunslinger. Dude saved
0: I us. was so mad because they were pinned on their own end zone and mm-hmm. they ran it, ran it, ran it. And i was Yeah, like, they
1: didn't trust him, but then what? they finally
0: gave him a shot. And next thing we know, he's coming out here and he's <laughs> slinging the ball to that six seven monster. I forget his name, but he, they, FSU has a six-seven receiver who is Unstoppable. I mean, mm-hmm. I just don't know why you don't draw up like a streak or a post or a fade to him. Yeah, fade yeah every single play. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. But <laughs> that, that game was awesome. I'm getting his jersey with the money he won me. Um, that was very it. fun. He deserves that NIL money. So uh,
1: <laughs>
0: praise to Roadmaker or Roadmaker, whatever it is. Dude's dude's a stud. Um, we had some good NFL picks as well. Some bad NFL picks. Baltimore-Miami, a bad one. I took the under, and that, it, the opposite happened. That, that was a horrible <laughs> pick. But that, this is a good example of reading too much into the data and too much into numbers because both teams were bottom third of the league in pace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, Miami's first game, their average depth of play was not very good either. Like, they were running a horizontal offense, and they weren't stretching the field. But they they did the opposite against Baltimore in the second half. They did nothing but stretch the field and throw the ball deep, to mm-hmm. either Tyreek or, two, or Jalen Waddell. But, yeah, that, that was an example of reading too much into the numbers. Um, unfortunate, but, you know, I'm not going to kick myself too much for it because I still, you know, would trust a lot of those those numbers and those metrics, um, it's what, you know, has won me money in the past. So can't be Crazy myself fun
1: game too. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome.
0: Uh, you know, I ended up having a good time with it. I had a lot of, uh, DFS cash lineups with Lamar Jackson and, uh, and two mm. in it. So that won me some money as well, but, oh, well, big, big miss on that one. Uh, same with Patriots, man. We, uh, or Patriots Steelers, we took Steelers minus, or plus two, and they lost by three. So um, that was unfortunate. And, again, they had the momentum, but Mitch Trubisky just couldn't capitalize on anything. And, I mean, he's got all the talent in the world, and I give it two, three games, and then we see Kenny Pickett. I think Mitch Trubisky is – You uh, think so? Yeah, I think he's nearing an end, and I think it's Trubisky – uh, out and pick it in, so um, they should have beat that Steelers team, especially at home. But it is what it is. Who's yeah. the other
1: quarterback uh, for the Steelers? Because I remember seeing a depth chart and Pickett was like third on the depth chart.
0: Uh, yeah, it's Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Okay, yeah, duh. Yeah, he's been backing up Roethlisberger for a couple of years. He's the one that uh, Miles Garrett took a helmet. To oh his, yeah, yeah, I know. I to just the dome.
1: I, do you think they put Pickett in over a Rudolph?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Pickett's the dude. Okay, that'll um, be interesting to see. I, yeah, I think Mason Rudolph is like the stereotypical backup QB. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you Career need somebody backup, yeah, if you need somebody in that moment uh, to go in and finish off the game, that's that's what he's going to do. But if you're going to game plan for a week, um, they're going to start doing it with Kenny Pickett because he's mm-hmm. the future. But enough said about that one. That sucks. Win some, something, you lose some. Something. Uh, we, uh, we did hit big with Lions minus two, and they they murdered Washington. The, the score would make it seem closer than it is, but Washington just played garbage time, keep up. And so mm-hmm. Lions finally getting the, the respect that they deserve. They're back. I love Dan Campbell and the Lions. Dude, so, no, I
1: love Dan Campbell. What a guy. You know. Um, got
0: Got big on that, and then we took Jaguars plus three. That was a Twitter account bet, so if you follow our Twitter account, you would have uh, hit on that. And so that was that was a fun win, easy win. That was one that you uh, didn't really sweat too much. And then uh, last one, Green Bay versus Chicago. Again, we took Green Bay minus nine and a half, and that hit pretty easily. So I think uh, a lot of people are overthinking that one. Yeah, they, they were. I, I, there was a lot of recency bias with how Green Bay lost – uh, to the Vikings pretty bad, and Chicago beat the 49ers in a yeah, torrential yeah. downpour. Yeah.
1: But if Aaron Rodgers is on the Packers and they're playing the Bears, it's, it's not – Chicago's not going to do anything.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, all right, on to the fun stuff. We have a very, very nice slate of college football week four games, and mm-hmm. we already talked about, in my opinion, the biggest one, which was Tennessee versus Florida. However, there's a lot more on the slate and I want to kind of dive right in. Arkansas plus two and a half dogs versus Texas A&M at Texas A&M. I think Texas A&M is not good. I know they beat Miami, but um, their offense is oh so bad and they're, the only thing that's keeping them alive is their defense. I think their defense is I won't say as good as Georgia's, but they're I think closest to Georgia's as anybody in the nation. And that's why they're, they're still hanging. Um, But I I think that their offense is horrible. I think Jimbo needs to, uh, you know, have a little ego check and pass off the play calling because he is horrible at it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just ridiculous what he's trotting out onto the field every single time they get the ball. But I kind of like Arkansas two and a half right now, but and, you know, it's at AM, the 12th man yeah. ranked Also, matchup.
1: Arkansas, I just I don't know if I'm sold on them. I know they beat, you know, Cincinnati by a touchdown. Again, I don't think Cincinnati's anywhere near as good as last year. They beat South Carolina by two touchdowns. And then what was kind of concerning was, you know, they played Missouri State this past weekend, and yeah. I think it was like a 38 27 win against an FCS opponent. And I'm still, you know, Arkansas's in the top 10 now. I just, they're, First three wins haven't been very convincing, in my opinion. So I I think that we're going to get a kind of a better look of how Arkansas is against Texas A&M. Like you said, they haven't had the starter they want. I don't think they're anywhere near as good as we thought they'd be. But I, I'm still not completely sold on Arkansas either.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be a fun game. And, you know, honestly, I'm going to potentially pin that Arkansas-Missouri State game as a trap game for Arkansas. <laughs> Uh, I think they were definitely looking ahead to Texas a and and not really worried about uh, Missouri State. And so mm-hmm. I-, I think that they just kind of got lost in the weeds with looking too far ahead to the uh, game the next week. And so, but I mean, you know, that doesn't excuse how poorly they played in the first half, but, I, you know, they rallied, came back and won. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, for me personally, I'm probably going to take that as a, a trap game for them. I still have faith in Arkansas. Maybe you know, not specifically in this game, particularly, mm. but rest of year, I do. I still think they're a good football team. Um, but yeah, that, that's a fun line. That's a fun line because if you're if you're on Arkansas side, you really like that line uh, at plus two and a half. So, you think that's going to move? Yeah, I, I if if I, I'm an Arkansas advocate here. And I'm going to hopefully wait and see if the public will move it to three and a half. Mm -hmm. I don't foresee that happening, but it could. Uh, I think about 60% of the public is on Arkansas tickets. So we'll see. All right. Next one. Clemson.
1: Wait, 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 wait. wait. I got one before we go to that one. We got to talk. I just, I got to get it in because I it's the under the radar game of the week. I spoke to you a little bit about it earlier. Uh, Duke, Kansas battle of the blue buds in football. So do or Kansas open up as a nine point favorite. And recently, did you see they beat the brakes off of Houston this past mm-hmm. week? Is Kansas football back?
0: Kansas football might be back. But, that team that team is fun, man. I'm excited for this Duke Kansas game. A, a lot of the a lot of the public thinks Kansas football is back because <laughs> almost 80% of the the public money is on Kansas tickets right now. Oh, against Duke? Yep. But they oh, have What do you know their quarterback's name? Uh, nope. Oh gosh, he's so good. He's so Actually, fun to watch. Yes. Yeah, Kansas quarterback is I, I mean, at least when I watched uh, briefly, and he looked uh-huh. like he was the reason that they were winning. Right. Um, but you know, I. So
1: who's their they, head coach again? I don't even know because I obviously less they tried the less miles experiment that didn't work.
0: Um, I don't remember. Let me let me check real quick. Yeah, check that out. But all I know uh, is
1: whoever it is, he is doing a fantastic job.
0: It's Lance Leopold.
1: So where did he come from? Any does it say? Let me check because I, j- I just don't know anything about Kansas football, but I think it's about time to, to learn.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I can't really find anything on this guy. He's not a, uh, nothing coming up. Nothing really coming up. Well, it's Lance- not too
1: important, but uh, Kansas Duke, under the radar game for me. I might have a pick for y'all on... Thursday's edition, but for now, it's just a game I'm previewing and looking forward to.
0: Oh, he, he came from from Buffalo. But Wait, like the, the, or the University of Buffalo? University of Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the team that like, did so well in SES ball. Oh, yeah, the
1: Bulls. I, I know, yeah, I know yeah. Buffalo. So, uh,
0: he actually came from there, but that was a fun game. Oh, cool. Fun dude. Well, move, I mean, Go ahead
1: and move on. Go ahead and talk about he,
0: He's got them rolling, so I can I can maybe hop on board with that. We'll see, we'll see how the public moves that line. Yeah. Next one, Clemson minus seven and a half at Wake Forest. I don't like the Clemson minus seven and a half line because it's over seven. If it was mm-hmm. minus six and a half, it would be much more appealing to me, maybe. Um I know Wake Forest is they're hit or miss. It's at Wake Forest. And so, um, you know, it's an ACC marquee matchup. And I, I, I'm not really, really sure how I feel about this game. I just don't think the line is where I would want it to be personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was six and a half, I might be more enticed to lay Clemson point spread. What do you think?
1: Uh, honestly, if it, I am kind of like what you said, although I still might take Wake Forest at six and a half. Uh, I think that if Wake Forest, does their job and puts points on the board like they always do, I don't know if Clemson's going to be able to keep up. Because even – I know Clemson has an elite defense, but Wake Forest has a very elite offense. And I think it's going to come down to um, basically Wake Forest offense against Clemson defense. I think Clemson's going to have to hunch down and keep Wake Forest off the board because if, if the score starts to get into the 30s, possibly 40s, I think it's Wake Forest's game. I think they win it easily. I just don't think Clemson can put points up like they can.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that. The only, you know, Wake Forest, they just played Liberty this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they won by one point. And I'm, I'm not sure if that's a discredit to them. I can't really pinpoint it because Liberty in the past has actually been, been very a solid. a solid. like They have Hugh Freeze at the helm, so mm-hmm. um, we know they have a really good offensive mind calling the plays. Mm-hmm. So, not really sure how to kind of pinpoint that Wake Forest team, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just kind of hard to get my finger on where they stand Uh, talent-wise. You know, they do have their starting quarterback back. So uh, I do kind of like the Wake Forest pick. And if Clemson continues to play DJ Ukulele, Mm -hmm. then I kind of would like to take Wake Forest because I don't think DJ is going to be the guy that – you know, outpaces Wake Forest's offense. So, right, I agree. Um, you know, I, if I was on Wake Forest's side, I would be enticed to take that seven and a half because it's over seven. Uh, now, if it was six and a half, maybe a little, a little more skeptical. But, um, yeah, just just some food for thought there. Like Next one. Texas Tech minus four and a half, or plus four and a half, excuse me. Texas Tech is plus four and a half dogs versus Texas. And Is it in Lubbock or Austin? I'm not sure. Let me check. Big, big difference. Yeah. And this game is in Lubbock. Okay. Okay. What do you think? It's hard, man, because Texas just played UTSA at home. And mm-hmm. I don't think people realize how respectable of a team UTSA is. Yeah, they're they're um, not bad, and so I I can't like discredit Texas for the way that they performed uh, against UTSA because it was close for you know the first half and a little bit more uh, into the game, but you know not what a Texas fan would want to see. But also they're they're with uh, Hudson Card, their backup QB, mm-hmm. so their offense is kind of crippled at the moment, but. Um, that that's a tough one, man, because Texas Tech is always one of those teams that is just like, what the heck do I make of this team? High octane um, offense. Yeah. And so do you, do you credit that with the conference that they're in, or do you?
1: Yeah, that's a good point, too. You know, Big 12, obviously not known for defense. But, no, I, I do genuinely think that they have some elite offense, you know, at times. But, yeah, another big part of it is conference. So. Yeah.
0: And, I mean they, they hung tight ish with Texas uh, or NC State. Um, last week it, it was like 27 to, to 14 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, wasn't too much of a convincing win from NC State and Texas State kind of hung in there, but um, that game's weird because it's a weird line. I'd be curious to see uh, what the public is gonna where they're gonna push this line. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me, let me check what they're their own right now actually. So you said it was Texas Tech plus. One oh my half. gosh! All, they're all over Texas. Ninety-eight percent of the public is on Texas tickets. Wow! I wow. know that kind of makes me want to hammer Texas Tech. I wonder if I wonder if they've moved in recent.
1: Yeah, see if it's gone. Like maybe it opened at like three, and it's moved to like four and a half or something. Because
0: you know, with with public money, that that is nuts. That uh That's crazy. And that that's one of those things where it's like if it hasn't moved,
1: then you have to fade the
0: public. You have to. Yeah. What does Vegas know that we don't? Um let let me find their line because that is crazy. That that is probably the wildest public just unevenness that I've ever seen. I've seen like ninety lower nineties. Yeah, Um, that's
1: that's insane. Let me pull up. I don't know, but regardless of uh, where the money is, I I don't know what to think of that game. Like, If I'm trying to be neutral and like act like I didn't know that that many people were on it, I, I don't know what to expect with this game. I still don't know
0: what Texas really is. Yeah, so in the 45 minutes that I wrote down in my notes that Texas is minus four and a half. It's shot up to Texas minus six.
1: Oh, okay. So so Vegas is moving the spread with what the public's doing. Correct. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so minus six now.
0: That's one I'm going to have to circle back on. I'm not really sure what to lay right now. I there mean, if is. you like it, you need to make it official now because next thing you know, that's going to be like seven and a half, eight yeah, I'm not touching this game. Just could be just because I know so little about Texas Tech. Yeah, um, but ah, yeah, I, I can't, I can't touch it as I'm much as I want to. Yeah. As much as I want to lay Texas Tech, but you know, it is a rivalry in itself. But obviously, yeah, not I'm a massive away. rivalry. But yeah, gonna stay away from that. Next one: Wisconsin plus seventeen dogs at Ohio State. I really don't know what to make of this. Wisconsin no always, has, always has a respectable team, but, man, Ohio State is getting to midseason form, and they're looking hard to stop. They just they just beat the hell out of a two-lane team, and like, it, it was bad. It looked like a basketball score. <laughs> it was that bad. So
1: and Yeah, I don't think Wisconsin's any good, to be honest, too.
0: I think, I, And it's hard to imagine, like, if Ohio State gets up, there's no way Wisconsin keeps up.
1: No, well, they don't have the offense.
0: There's no way. And so I really kind of like Ohio State at home to cover this. I agree. Um, You know, uh, yeah, I kind of like it. And I kind of want
1: to make it an official
0: pick. But Ohio State, 85% of the public right now is on Ohio State tickets. So
1: does it say whether
0: that spread, what did that spread open at? Do you know? Opened up at uh, plus 17. Let's see if it changed.
1: No, I think it is still 17 when I was looking.
0: Before uh, just starting. moved up. It is 17 and a half on my book now. Okay, 17 and a half. So, mm. I
1: kind of they... like Ohio State there. I'm not going to make it an official pick, Yeah, but uh, I do like Ohio State there, and I'm going to continue to monitor that line. If that line goes back down to 17 or 16 and a half, I'll probably
0: take it. Same. And... I really do like this Ohio State team again, and I know they've had somewhat of a slow start, but I think I think they're the real deal, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wisconsin lost to Washington State last week.
1: Oh, yeah. They only scored 14 points.
0: But Washington State, I've heard, is kind of underrated, but still, Wisconsin should not be losing to teams like that. No. All right. Next one. Maryland at number four, Michigan. Michigan has that same opening line, minus 17 at home in the uh, big house. Maryland looks kind of good, and it may just be their quarterback play out of Tua Tagovailoa's little brother. Um, But I, you know, if this game was at the beginning of the season, I would have really, really liked Maryland right here. Mm -hmm. But kind of seeing the way they've played, even though they're still rotating QBs, still. they oh, have been, I hate that. They have been wearing out teams bad. And so uh, Michigan, you know, they still, I think they have so much talent on the field in general that, you know, even though in my personal opinion, quarterback is no, undoubtedly the most important position uh, to win games. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just kind of, kind of abusing people elsewhere and uh, winning handily. So Maryland is a little more of a stretch. At first, I really like the Maryland pick, but after seeing how well Michigan's played recently, I think it may be hard for me to hop on Maryland's ticket. What do you think? I just,
1: I hate 17 and a half point spreads. One, because mm-hmm.
0: I know the favorite
1: usually is good enough to cover it, but 17 and a half is just such a gross spread. I yeah. just, I need that either 16 and a half or even 17, like where worst case scenario, they went by two touchdowns and a field goal to push, you get your money back. 17 and a half is almost a deal breaker for me, unless it's an Alabama squad playing a clear, inferior SEC team. But I don't know. Uh, that's the game I'm not going to touch personally. I don't, I don't even think I'm going to give like a preference on what I'm going to be on. Cause I don't know. I don't yeah. really care for that game too much.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I uh, had it in the notes as a relatively big game, and the line kind of piqued my interest because at first, Mm -hmm. like I said, Maryland looked nice, but just the more I look into it and the the more I think about it, it's going to be hard to convince myself to hop on with Maryland. Mm -hmm. All right, next. West Virginia minus 2.5 versus Virginia Tech. This one's interesting because we've obviously seen how bad both teams can be. And so this is kind of like a, okay, which team is not worse than the other. Yeah. Um, And so it's, it's like opposite. And, you know, whereas normally I walk into, you know, some of the stuff and I'm like, okay, this team is better. This team is not better. And I'm this game. I'm thinking like, all right, which one isn't going to throw a dumpster fire of a team out on the field or it's less likely to throw one than the other. And so uh, Virginia Tech lost Old, Old Dominion earlier in the year, um, bad game. And then you know West Virginia they didn't look that bad when they played Pitt in the home opener, but they just kind of steadily declined from here. And
1: they lost to Kansas in overtime, right?
0: Yeah, and so it's like, can we can we pin Kansas as like a really good football team, and West Virginia <laughs> was just had an unfortunate loss, uh, or. Are we? Yeah, is West Virginia. I mean, jokes bad? aside, it's starting to look like Kansas
1: actually has a good football team. I mean, yeah, they beat West Virginia obviously in overtime. They just beat a a good Houston team by eighteen. So yeah, I, you know, we joke about Kansas football and all that, but like, I think they might actually have a solid squad this year.
0: I agree, and I for me personally, I think I hate Virginia Tech more than I. Or their team, at least, and what they're putting out on the football field, Mm -hmm. more so than West Virginia, and so I may be inclined to take West Virginia minus two and a half here.
1: Mm -hmm. Actually, wait—is it in West Virginia?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty positive that it is in, in. No, no, no. Excuse me, it's in Virginia Tech. I think. Let me check.
1: Okay. Um, I don't honestly. I don't even know if that really matters. Uh, yeah, it's
0: at Virginia Tech.
1: Virginia Tech's bad. I don't have. I literally, there's nothing good I can say about them. Fuente mm-hmm. killed that football program, and they're gonna have some some major soul searching to figure out what they're gonna do with that football team. But yeah, I I agree. I think that might. I think we're both leaning the same way here, and I might even make that an official pick on Thursday <clears throat> if the uh, line is still somewhere that we like. But again, today I'm not going to make any official picks, so I'm just going to wait till Thursday with that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But man, I, I kind of like it now. Uh, you know, get it at two and a half where you can. Let's let's see if there's any public money on it. If that's something you want to make official. Go for it. Seventy-five percent of the public's on West Virginia minus two and a half. Okay, that I'm that makes, gonna, What I'm did gonna, it open at? Do you see it? Uh, yeah, it opened at two and a half too. It stayed, man. Interesting. Don't ever like that. I don't either, but gosh. That Virginia <laughs> tech team is so bad. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin in it. I'm gonna circle back because I, I really like that pick. Okay. My next pick, I, I'm making this an official pick because of how well I thought this team played on Friday night. Okay. But Louisville minus thirteen versus USF. And I know USF is getting a lot of clout for this Florida team. But, again, I still think this USF team is really bad. And Florida, University of Florida just played really bad, kind of down to USF standards. Uh, Whether it was a trap game or whether they just actually suck, uh, I don't know. Um, And so Louisville minus 13, Malik Cunningham is so, so good. And Mm -hmm. I just, you know, whether... yeah, I really like Malik Cunningham and that Louisville team. I think their defense played well enough to start and made did enough to have a few stops. It's not right. gonna, you know, it's not a steel curtain by any means, but I think against USF's offense, who you know really gave Florida a lot of chance for turnovers and uh, stopped. If, if Florida was more. Um, more or less mm. fundamentally sound and mm. disciplined. That's the word I was looking for, disciplined. If Loto was more disciplined, they would have steamrolled this USF offense. But they kept biting on a lot of the fakes, the play actions, and um, really just faking them out with you know fundamental stuff. So uh, I really like Louisville minus 13. I think Malik Cunningham is the truth. And uh, just love that dude. Love watching him play. So I'm putting it on the board as an official pick now. Before that line moves anymore. Okay. What do you think?
1: I like it. Uh, I don't really have too much input. Uh, you just made an official pick. I agree. I mean, I've seen as a Memphis fan, I see the South Florida team year in year out. Last three years, they're just they are not a good football team by any standards. I think that Florida game was a lot of Florida just being really bad, and that score was a fluke. South Florida's not good. Louisville, I don't think they're great either, but I do think that they are 14 points better than
0: South Florida. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, man. That's that's all the uh, the lines I had that stuck out to me, all the big game lines and mm-hmm. uh, all the intriguing lines. There's obviously a lot more out there that we could talk about, but it's uh, – you know none of them really stuck out to me all of them seemed kind of vanilla a lot of cupcake teens as well so mm-hmm. um you know Not signing as much off hype as the last few weeks i feel like i know we're uh yeah. we're still in a weird era you know we have we always have like three or four games that are just awesome like mm-hmm. awesome awesome and then everything else kind of drops off so right um unfortunate but you know i I'm still really looking forward to it there's a lot of a lot of fun games on Thursday night um, as well. I know Coastal Carolina plays against Georgia State. Georgia State, uh, Georgia State has a great football team. I, you know, they've had a great football team for a while now. Uh, <laughs>
1: they're zero three though, aren't they? I know they've lost like all close games against solid teams.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, they they beat Tennessee a couple years ago, so they're still just really good. No, oh, trust me. The whole country remembers that. Yeah, I know. I won't be able to get... I, I just... The, the more I talk about how good of a team they were back then, I think the less it hurts for me, so... Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But yeah, that's it. I mean, do you have any more lines? No. I think a lot of
1: the talking I'm going to be doing is Thursday. Whenever spreads move a little more, I get a better feel for games and do a little more research. Today was more of just kind of a quick preview I uh, don't want to give anything official out right now. So I'm going to yeah. wait until
0: Thursday, and that's when I'm going to do all my stuff. Hey, do you have any coaches you think that are on the hot seat right now?
1: Mm, coaches on the hot seat. Well, I was going to say Scott Frost, but I forgot. He's already canned. <laughs> um, coaches on the hot seat. There definitely is someone that I'm. And I'm. I can't think of it.
0: I'm taking Brian Harson. I think this game kind of kick-started the hot seat rumors and it at least lit the flame under his mm-hmm. ass a little bit. Uh, you know, his seat may not be too terribly hot, but right. it's definitely steaming up because um, they shouldn't have gotten beat that bad by Penn State. They should right. have. Um, and obviously with all the drama, even though apparently like it's not true, uh, I still like there's some baggage there. And mm-hmm. this Auburn team—it's hard. Like, it's not good when you are worse than you are in your first year coaching. Right. So that—that's my pick, and I'm just not a believer anymore after this last game. So I feel bad for the guy, but you know, SEC football—it's a business, man. You know? Right. But now,
1: not right now, I don't really have anyone that I can think of. But I'll have to get back to you on that. Let's wait. Let's wait after week four, and I think we'll get a better. Picture of who might be in trouble and who might not be.
0: All right. Well, we're going to sign off. Just a friendly reminder follow our Twitter account. We do fire off last minute picks. They uh, actually did pretty well this past week. So if you missed out on that, uh, please don't follow our Twitter account. Uh, set up some notifications. Also, uh, get the link to our spreadsheet with all of our picks. That's where you can see us add picks. Uh, you know, there's tabulated versions. You can see the sport. Um, and Uh, Player props and whatnot. So, make sure to get that, check it, and follow along with us. Again, follow us when we're hot, fade us when we're not. We're just here to talk sports, have fun with it, and um, yeah, we'll uh, see you guys tomorrow for the NFL deep dive.
1: And if you made it this far, DM our Twitter a picture of your nipple. (laughs) Just wanna just run a test. All right, later. later.
0: Golden man. That's gold.
1: If we get DMs of nipples then we know people watched it all the
0: way or listened to it. That's big count. Those are the real ones. Hopefully get some girls in there too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm gonna have to go back and cut that out somewhere.